We have an emergency podcast. I tried to pick the most scary alarm that I could possibly find for the sound effect. The grind has officially run to Milwaukee. Damian Lillard is now a Milwaukee Buck. Crazy. Truly insane. Let's break down the entire thing. The Milwaukee Bucks acquired Damian Lillard. The Portland Trailblazers acquired Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, a guy I don't know, <laughs> a 2029 first round pick, the Bucks pick, and a Bucks pick swap. We found out that that is uh, the 2029 first round pick and draft swaps for 2028 and 2030. The Phoenix Suns get Nurkic, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson, and Grayson Allen. I'm literally recording this maybe five minutes after I found out, and my initial thoughts, while it's still setting in, are I am obviously stunned. I am a Sixers fan, clearly, and I'm sick to my stomach. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. <gasps> the thought of Giannis and Dame together is truly sickening. Running that two-man game is going to be something that is going to be very hard to stop. The top of the Eastern Conference is so good, it's unbelievable. It was good already. This just did wonders. You have to feel for Drew Holiday a bit. I mean, just barely. There were some statements about him wanting to be a buck for the rest of his career. Even walked back some statements about possibly retiring, only to get traded a couple days later. It's a nasty business, but it is. That's exactly what it is, a business. Reports are that Portland is immediately looking to move Drew Holiday to a contender, and my gut tells me these are the teams that, that are interested. The Los Angeles Clippers. If they can't work out the Harden deal, Drew Holiday makes perfect sense. He might make more sense than James Harden does. The Boston Celtics with Malcolm Brogdon not being happy. Is that actually true? Where does that stand? The Chicago Bulls. How actually competitive do they think they're going to be this year? Obviously, Lonzo is out the whole season. They need a point guard. The Miami Heat. With the loss of Gabe Vincent now missing out on Dame because Pat Riley just is too stubborn. Obviously could use Drew Holiday. And the Sixers, could they somehow jump in, get a third team involved, and move Harden and get Drew Holiday back? I want to do a little breakdown and look at this from every team's lens here. And let's start from the Milwaukee side. Looking at this from the Milwaukee perspective, you just hit an absolute home run. Not only did you land Damian Lillard, but you maybe just locked up Giannis after an offseason of a bunch of unsure comments about being there in the future. Dame is locked up for years. Giannis looking to re-sign now, and you really didn't give up that much, right? Drew, a pick, and some pick swaps? That seems like an absolute no-brainer. Immediately the best team in the East, possibly the league. A Bucks suns a Bucks nuggets finals rematch upcoming? You got to feel good about it. Let's look at this from the Portland lens. You did exactly what you wanted to do. You called Miami on not sweetening their offer, and you made the best possible move for you by also doing right by Dame. You got DeAndre Ayton, a young big with some upside to pair with your young core. You reloaded with draft picks. You'll even get more when you do trade Drew Holiday, I imagine. You set yourselves up better than you could have imagined. A-plus for you looking at it from a Portland perspective. Let's look at it from a Phoenix perspective. The Suns have been trying to move DeAndre Ayton for what feels like an eternity. I thought it was going to happen last season. It didn't, but now they actually make the move. I honestly like the haul they got back. 
Nurkic obviously is not better than Ayton, not even close, but you do get a big who's a decent passer. He's a terrible defender, but he's a good passer. You also got deeper. Nasir Little banged up a little bit, but if he's healthy, he could contribute. Keon Johnson and Grayson Allen will step in right away and actually be a good bench uh, piece for them. I like this move considering that's what they've been trying to do. Move away from that Ayton contract and get a little depth. That's exactly what they did. It's a win for Phoenix. Honestly, this is one of those rare instances where I can say it's kind of a win-win-win. All three teams did what they wanted to do. It worked out for everybody. That's nice. Again, we're saying that before the season starts, but a win-win-win when a three-team deal, that's rare. Now, let's look at this from some outsider's perspective, especially in the Eastern Conference. Let's look at it from Boston's perspective. How serious are these reports about Malcolm Brogdon being unhappy? If he really is and those reports are for real, you have to get better right now. You just lost Marcus Smart and Grant Williams. Yes, you added Porzingis, but is that enough? We don't know. Trading for Drew Holiday makes way too much sense for Boston. They have to get better now, especially with Milwaukee going to be solid for the next three to four plus seasons. That makes sense to put Drew Holiday with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. It makes way too much sense. Let's look at this from a New York Knicks perspective. You're pumped out of your mind that Miami didn't land him. That's it. You're already just sitting there counting down the days until Donovan Mitchell enters free agency anyway. So this doesn't phase you other than the fact that you are so happy that the Heat didn't get him because you hate Pat Riley so much. Period. You're happy. Let's look at this from a Toronto perspective. Again, Toronto had been linked to Dame uh, for the last like two weeks especially. This is a classic Maasai deal. Lots of talk, nothing actually happens. Almost reminds me of a, a Boston Danny Ainge. There's a report from a league GM who is anonymous that said about Masai, he's like the guy, something to the effect of, he's like the guy in your fantasy football league who will offer 10 trades each week but walk back on all of them before anything's actually completed. That's exactly what we saw here. <gasps> Reports are now saying that they wouldn't offer OG Ananobi. Makes you wonder what the actual offer was then. If there was one, Grady Dick had been talked about, but I don't know. Clearly, whatever their offer was, if there was one, it wasn't good enough. They made it clear that they weren't going to part ways with Scotty Barnes. But what direction are you headed in now? You lost Fred Van Vliet. You don't have Dame now. Nobody on your roster really makes you raise your eyebrow. I don't know. Some question marks there in Toronto. This one's my favorite. Let's talk about this from a Miami perspective. You didn't budge on your trade offer. Apparently, Tyler Hero and a couple picks. Portland called you out on it, and you lost and are in a brutal spot. Brutal spot. You lost Gabe Vincent and Max Struess this offseason. Tyler Hero is clearly not happy with all the trade rumors and reports that were going on. Kyle Lowry is old, he stinks, and he's overpaid. Jimmy Butler immediately posts a video to his Instagram story saying that the NBA needs to take a look at the Bucks for tampering. He's not happy, seems a little defeated. If you're him, you've got to be really mad at Pat Riley. What do you do if you're the Heat now? Do you wait and see what happens in Philly with Embiid, try to go all in for him and pair him with Jimmy if he's disgruntled? Do you get aggressive and go for Drew Holiday? I don't know what's going to happen, but Pat Riley needs to wake up. He needs to set aside his ego and make something happen. Feels like your only move at this point. Not giving up Nikola jo Jovic. Not offering the UCLA rookie. He never took this serious, ever. No matter how you look at this, it's a huge miss for Miami, a huge miss for Pat Riley, and honestly, it just is embarrassing that they didn't get an actual offer in. 
and they could pay for it in a long time. Personally, putting my Sixers hat back on, I think it's pretty funny because all I was told, especially by Miami fans, was, nope, doesn't matter, he's heading to Miami. He's heading to Miami. He's heading to Miami. Boy, what a mess. Let's look at this from a Philly perspective. The Eastern Conference just got significantly better. You have to deal with the whole James Harden circus approaching with the camp and media day right around the corner anyway. They made it very clear that they weren't going to give up Tyrese Maxey. Otherwise, you have to believe that they probably had the best package and could have landed him, right? I understand not offering Maxey, especially with the reports from Dame's camp about, hey, if we get traded somewhere we're not wanting to go, we're not going to report. I get that. You don't want to give up Maxey for nobody, for a guy to just sit out. But clearly, Philly feels like Maxey has the same upside. Now, what do you do and how does this Harden situation play out? Could you loop in a third team, as we talked about earlier, with James Harden, try to get Drew Holiday? Maybe the Clippers really do want Harden, right? And they could orchestrate something. Harden to LA, Holiday to Philly, picks and such, go to Portland. Holiday makes the Sixers team significantly better pairing him with Tyrese Maxey right now. Let's be honest, though. Drew Holiday makes any team significantly better right away. You have to make a move and get aggressive if you're Philly yet again. Daryl Morey has done a very good job at win-now moves so far since he stepped in. He's got to do it again. He's got to have another one up his sleeve. Honestly, no matter how you look at this trade, it's a huge win for the NBA. If you're a sicko like me and you love trades, this is amazing. But I'm experiencing a really weird combination of that dopamine hit that I get anytime a big-name player is traded uh, mixed with the depression anxiety, and stress of being a Sixers fan. And to be honest, I don't like how I feel. I don't want to feel like this much longer. <laughs> help, help me. <gasps> Have to talk about this just as a Sixers fan and perspective for a second. Reports from Kyle Newbeck and from Keith Pompey both confirm that the Sixers are actively trying and interested in acquiring Drew Holiday. What is that package actually going to look like to land him? It's not like Drew Holiday is a bum or past his prime. He's an all-star guard just last year, an all-NBA defender, and a guy, as I mentioned, who can step in right away and make a real difference. I just keep thinking about him and Tyrese Maxey together and the wonders defensively that he could do for Tyrese Maxey in his career. I love it. Salary is going to get tricky. Harden would have to be moved. Tobias would have to be moved to make Drew Holiday match. But again, with the Harden drama going on, I don't think that's crazy. It's just going to be, how can you get a third team involved here? Because Portland, obviously, they want assets. They want picks. They have zero interest in taking on James Harden. So what do they do? How do they go out and find somebody? I mentioned LA. Could the Clippers actually be interested? Again, if I'm the Clippers, I don't want James Harden. I want Drew Holiday myself. But it makes you think, somebody out there may want James Harden. And this could be the perfect time to go and get him if you can loop him into a third team deal and try to land Drew Holiday. Again, a homecoming and reunion with Drew Holiday in Philly makes way too much sense. It would be perfect if you can make this work on the books. I feel so happy. I would be thrilled. This would be something that loops I think Philly back into the Sixers this season. We joked, well, I wasn't joking, about Kelly Oubre Jr. doing that and looping me back in. A Drew Holiday pickup would be unbelievable. Truly. I saw a couple people on Twitter complaining and saying, well, Drew Holiday doesn't score when it matters. He just, he vanishes. Uh, let me remind you guys of what happened in the playoffs last year. James Harden vanished. 
Joel Embiid vanished. Drew Holiday is a better defender with his left pinky than James Harden will ever be. Obviously, James Harden passing the ball and scoring the ball is night and day different than Drew Holiday. But I would take Drew Holiday in two seconds. Again, paired alongside Maxi, And we talked about it on uh, uh, last episode. If Maxi can make another jump and take his scoring up a level just to be a little bit more consistent, 20-ish, 25 points per game average, Drew Holiday tacked alongside that would be fantastic. Again, I believe, I believe that Daryl is going to do something. I believe that this just lit a fire under him even more to go out, get aggressive, make something happen. So let's see what that actually is. Crazy, man. Crazy day in the NBA. This came out of left field. There were reports that Portland was looking to make this happen before media day, which is right around the corner just next week. But I did not see Milwaukee. Vegas did not see Milwaukee. They had like the sixth or seventh best odds. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Anyway, that's all I got. Short and sweet. I just wanted to talk through this because I can't believe it. I can't believe that Dame is actually in Milwaukee. He also tweeted because there are some reports saying, well, what if Dame actually doesn't show up? What if he actually doesn't report like he's talked about for forever? Uh, What if he really doesn't? And he actually tweeted saying something to the effect of, yeah, uh, thank you to everybody. Actually, I'll just read it to you. It says, the casuals won't be addressed, but the Trailblazers fans in the city of Portland that I love will be. And that will be addressed truthfully. Stay tuned. Excited for my next chapter. Then he tagged the Bucks. So he's going. He's headed there. And this is crazy. That's the best. I mean, that's the best way I can describe it, right? Absolutely crazy. Win for my Bucks, friends. Win for my friend Nathan. Good for you, brother. Again, I don't think you really thought this. I don't think anybody thought that that was realistic, but here we are. Locked up Giannis, the franchise cornerstone. Almost guaranteed he stays now. And Dame and have a real chance of winning the next little bit. It's pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty awesome. Anyway, that's all I got. Love you all. Another episode coming early next week. Uh, Let's get a Utes win. Let's get a Birds win. Sixers, let's get a Drew Holiday win. That'd be fantastic. Love you all. Have a great week. And uh, that's ball, folks. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com.